Okay. So I think we're um, approaching the end of this uh, very, very long Tosis discussion. Again, obviously, <coughs> simply, uh, you know, in addition to understanding Tosis, which is packed, but obviously a uh, springboard to discuss other um, other issues that are, you know, omade uh, a in terms of our analysis. So let me just finish up um, a couple of points very quickly, and then we'll get back to we'll talk about Chalitza, and then uh, hopefully Sota, and if we don't, whatever we don't do, we'll probably pick up with Sunday in terms of uh, Sota Vada and Sota Safek and starting with Maxi Grushas. <clears throat> so I think the last thing that we um, um, discussed was, um, you know, the question of, uh, oh, okay, first, uh, one, one quick comment on, um, I think the last thing we discussed was Eishe Shnei right, and the, uh, you know, the, the apparent stira between what Tosa says in Gitin and uh, also here in Yubamos, um, in order to explain why Hare Atma Kudeshasli Chutz Le Shimon and then Hare Atma Kudeshasli Stam, why that isn't an example of Eishasish, um, 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 according to Tosis, but you know, it seems to be that it would be an example of Asia Shnei Mesim. So I want to get back that, back to that in just a second. Before that, um, just one quick other Ha'ara. Uh, we spent some time trying to <coughs> um, sort out the um, status of uh, Ish. Um That's what we've been doing, and um, you know, as a as an impediment, as an obstacle for for Yibum, and also the relationship to Zika. Both um, if it's an advance of the Zika, and therefore would preclude Zika, or um, after Zika. And again, uh, whether or not you want to focus on that distinction itself, being Mafkia Zika as opposed to Monea Zika, or you think it's more of a Nasra issue as opposed to a Hutra Vinasra, you know, Vesof Hutra. Um, I think there are differences, but it doesn't really, for our purposes, matter so much. But I did want to mention a, a, a view which um, is brought up by some of that heard of my, I think I saw it in one of the notes of the Rajba or the Ritva mentioned it also, and that is the Zachuva of the Chsam uh, Sofer. <coughs> In Achel Galif Simen Ayin Vav, where uh, the Chassam Sofer makes a suggestion that you might be mechalek between kiddushin and nisuin, but that's obviously just you know always something you know to um, you know to consider um, and to be appreciative of, and that he suggests very specifically, I think, that um, you know maybe this would be especially true for um, you know for the second day of Tosis on Tezayin Omer Aleph. Um, again, the first day in Tosis on Tazayin Omer Aleph, you know, is about, is about the Koach Ligarish, but the second one is Lotia Eishes Hameis Leizar Mashma Afilo Ide Havaya Darni Kiddushin Lotia Leish Zar Delahachi Afke Veloshin Havaya. So I think he wants to make the suggestion, you know, that if there is only um, Kiddushin, you know, so then. Uh, you know, the capacity of, of the Zika and the, you know, um, Ayerson, um to exist, the Vasachas, you know, is possible, and that works in with the with the Limud. Um, but if it was already also Nisuin, you know, then that, that would not be the case. Um, the, the benefit, 
you know, is uh, to be, that's a, a different yishuv of the stira, apparent stira, between artosis and Aleph and Tezayin Aleph, meaning artosis implying that if there's a Eishasish, you know, so then that um, excludes um, Zika, you know, and uh, there's no Yibum, there's no, uh, even a Ptur um, Tsaras Erva, uh, and yet on, you know, Tezayin Aleph, it seems like Tosis, according to both Deos, is suggesting that uh, Zika and uh, Eishasish you know, can um, can coexist. So, if the distinction is between um, Nisuin and and Arison, you know, then that is, uh, you know, um, that would be a, a resolution of the problem. The you know, again, it would only work according to the second day, presumably, because the first day speaks about the capacity to be matir through the get, and that is true for Arison and for Nisuin, and maybe also for the second day, it's like more specific. The you know, the Havaya is a reference to the Arison, so it doesn't necessarily include the Nisuin. But I think the bigger idea also would be, um, if it's true, I mean, on the one hand, you'd think, like, you know, why sh- I think there are a lot of Achorim would, di- would dismiss this. Um, from a Kenyan point of view, obviously, Eishasish, um, there's no difference, you know, between um, Arison and Nisuin. Um and therefore, like, why should it make a difference with regard to this? However, uh, there is a difference with regard to um, the actual status, you know, of uh, of the woman, and and of course, as reflected by, you know, certain dina for all heter isha you know, whether that's doraisa drabanan, is uh, as as we know a big debate. The osar lanu esvarusos. But uh, in addition, everybody agrees that with regard to, uh, you know, Hafaras um, Nadarim and Tumma and Yerusha, you know, the things that the Gemara mentions in, uh, in Kiddushan and Dafyud, you know, uh, when the Gemara talks about, you know, whether it be Eirusinosa or Nesuinosa, the Mainaf Gemina. So, um, and of course, as I say, you know, according to the Rambam and according to the Raibid and Shitukabat Siksuvis, um, this idea of Hetra Isha so the point is that even if the Kenyan uh, per se is uh, is the same, and the Ikar Kenyan is the and the Oser, of course, is the Eishasish, the idea that they're you know um, the idea of uh, you know Baal Ishto uh, for certain dinim, you know, only applies uh, to the in Suin, and that's reflected by Yerusha Toma, you know, Afaris Nadarim, and Heter Isha Labala, perhaps. And uh, that's why, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, some of these dinim, they they depend on truma is only dindrabanan, but even that on a drabana level may be connected to this. So it would be a very interesting idea that um, maybe from a Kenyan point of view, there's no difference between Ayerson and Nisuin, but in terms of the chalos of of the ishus, um, there might be a, an incompatibility. A greater incompatibility. In other words, the Zika and the you know Arison, you know, are um, you know both legal you know status. Uh, but once there's an Asuin, as I say, that that goes beyond. You know, that's you know kind of an existential, an additional existential bond, and it may be that that is incompatible, you know, with the uh, Zika. Anyways, it's it's something to uh, be aware of. Um, it's an interesting suggestion. Um, for sure. Okay. 
That's one. The second point is that we, what we were in the middle of discussing was um, two things. Number one, um, the apparent, you know, um, stira between Tosis and the Gemara in, uh, in Gittin. Um, so uh, I wanted to suggest that, um, you know, you already see from, on the one hand, the, what Tosis says is based on, you know, what the Gemara says about Eish On the other hand, you see from what the Gemara says in Eish that there is at least a formal shame, Ishus, between uh, this woman, we talk about Ruven and Shimon, let's say, and, and Shimon. Um, in other words, that the relationship to Ruven, you know, especially if uh, the relationship to Shimon is, is Stam, so there is a Chalos um, Ishus. Um, so the question is, you know, there's a Chalos Ishus, but there's no Chalos um, Eishes, you know, Ochid. But on some level, obviously, if she's his wife, and that's his brother, so she's Eishas Achiv as well. So what I was trying to suggest, that the shame Eishas Achiv, you know, exists, but what Tosis is trying to suggest more specifically is that the, um, you know, the, uh, it, maybe there's no Isra Eishas and that, you know, the Isra Eishas or mom mitz, or no Mitzvah Yibum, or both, um, and that's why I was giving the example of in the discussion with Beishamai about Eni Sechal Eliser and how that fits into the uh, bigger picture. Um, and therefore, there is, you know, a status of Eishes Shnei Amesim, because that depends on the reality that, you know, objectively, you know, she has some sort of a technical, legal status of Eishes Ish to both of these, you know, brothers. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, if we were talking about, um, you know, doing Yibum and, and the Yisra of Eishesach and the Mitzvah of Yibum, that would be different. That, that's the suggestion that I was making. Um, and I, I stand by it. I think it really makes a lot of sense. But um, I did want to mention that, um, and I think I mentioned it already, but I wanted to elaborate just a little bit more, that, you know, uh, a lot of Akronim were troubled by this question. I mean, how does uh, Tosis fit in with the Gemara in, in Gittin? It's certainly a question before you give the answer. And um, a popular answer among the Akronim is, um, you know, that maybe there's a Metzius difference in the case. And that, you know, maybe the difference is, you know, whether or not Ruvain died before Shimon. Again, let's, uh, let's assume that, you know, uh, Ruvain married this woman, Chutzmi Shimon, and Shimon married the woman Stam, and that's a circumstance that we are in, right? So we're we're troubled. How come the Gemara, you know, can call this, you know, Eishes um, Shnei Mesim? You know, if Tosis is saying, <coughs> excuse me, that with respect to Yibum, um, you know, the Chalos um, Yibum Legabe or the Zika Legabe, um, you know, or Betoras Eishes. Um, Shimon, you know, doesn't really doesn't really work. So um, I know Rabbi Chanavasiman says this. Uh, I saw it mentioned, and I, I know the Rav used to say that make make this suggestion um, as well. Um, I think in the Shiurim and Gitten also that you know maybe uh, you know the case of the Gemara is a case where Ruvain died, and once Ruvain dies, so then at that point the only um, you know, impediment, you know, in terms of Levi, or at that point, you know, Levi's, 
uh, relationship to Ashes, you know, Shimon, you know, changes. And uh, if that were the case, so then you have, um, let's say she's, you know, uh, you know, she's the widow of Ruvain, and then she becomes also the widow of Shimon, and then, you know, and, and that, that would be a case of Ashes Shneamesim, as opposed to, you know, the case um, that we're dealing with, in the um, intosis, which is a case where Ruvain is still alive, um, and that you know is certainly a, uh, a possibility. The problem with that, and the Akron point this out, is that it flies. I, I believe I mentioned this also in the face of the Rajba. So just uh, to be aware, um, the Rajba was of the opinion that this has to be a case in the Gemara and Gittin of uh, Mesu. Shnehem um, bevasachas, which, anyways, is pretty strange, obviously, especially since the Gemara doesn't say it. But the Rajba thinks, by process of elimination, you know, that um, the case has to be a case where Reuven and Shimon died together, you know, and uh, even according to the Mandamar, you know, Rabbi uh, Glili, you know, that Efshalatamze. Where does that come from? So that is uh, one second. Um, that's here on Pei Gimel Amud Aleph. The um, sorry, Pei Beis Amud Beis. Rajma says as follows: Vakati Kosheli, right? Ki lo karina leeches shnei mesim, right? My have This is what what troubled him. The Gemara says, you know, that you could have this uh, circumstance of eishes shnei mesim in this case, and therefore, if it was eishes shnei mesim, right, then there would be no no yibam and chalitza. Says the Rajba, what do you need Aisha Shnei Amesim for in this case? Hechem Mishteri Lalevi. Even without Aisha Shnei Amesim, this woman who is married to Ruvain and then married to Shimon, you know, should be um, excluded, you know, from um, from the Yibum of of Levi. Right? Why? Basically, the Rajba is asking why we don't apply Nasra um, to this case. Why? Right. Once Ruvain dies, right? Akati Osur Lelevi Mishum Kidushe Shimon. Right. So if if you know uh, any, it doesn't matter which one dies first. But if you know if one of them dies and the other one is alive, so at that moment there can't be a Yibum because of um, either Ashes Ish or Ashes Ach or, or both. Right. Because uh, again, let's say Ruvain dies first, so there's no yibum, you know, to the wife of Ruvain, because uh, the wife of Ruvain is also the Ashes Ish and the Ashes Ach of of Shimon, right? Or vice versa. Right, 
Leiruvein lo nafla kamilevi el palga. It's also interesting. We'll get to that in a second. The kol yavama she'ena kula lifnei yavam. Hatzad she'ena zokok liyibum areu ke'erva. She'ena yicholon liyisyabe mehavalei k'tsaras erva. Interesting comparison. The erva poteres tsarasa. It's comparing tsaras erva to like a half of a zika. Okay. I don't want to get into that right now, although I think it is very important. Anyways, this is the question. Um, so the answer that he gives, you know, quite a bit later in the piece, Right, So there's no Nasra, because, uh, you know, it's simultaneous that both of the, that she is, you know, Omedes, Liyibum, Bitzad, Shnehen, and there's also no um, split, you know, attention. You know, it's not, it's considered Kula Lifneyavam because, you know, it's not broken up half and half. So that is the position of the Rajpa. Of course... You know, it goes without saying that it's, you know, that if the Gemara didn't say that we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, that they died, and that it's according to the Man Damar, you know, that that's very bedochak, but obviously the Rajba knew that too. And uh, the point is that he thinks that the question is so uh, formidable, you know, that the Gemara is basically establishing a theoretical din of Eishe Shnei right? It's not a real Hechetimtzi, it's a, it's a theoretical Hechetimtzi, and all you need to show is that, you know, there is such a category and it can happen under very strange circumstances even, or under very, you know, unusual circumstances. And in the end of the day, you know, it's still a concept and a category, and that's what the Rajba wants, you know, from this. Um, but of course, if you say that, then, you know, that doesn't help you, you know, um, to resolve the problem of the steer and tosis. That's not what the Rajba is contending with. He's contending with a whole, a whole different question. Then why don't you say Nesra, assuming that they didn't die, but Basachas. Okay. So, um, you know, again, they, people make reference, including in the notes here, that the Avni uh, Miluim in Simen Kufayin Dalid, Sif base, says, Ayin Mashakas of Avni Miluim. But if you look at the Avni Miluim, so he uh, raises this question like, you know, it's the, the Rajma's question is a very powerful question, as I say. So, you know, it, it doesn't trouble me, you know, that, you know, his answer doesn't trouble me, but obviously it's, um, you know, it would be better, you know, if we didn't have to say, you know, that the only application, you know, was according to a mandomer that we don't pass in like, you know, and in a situation which almost never, you know, could happen. It could happen, but, um, you know, um, so... It's interesting, the Avnei Miluim suggests that maybe this isn't really a problem of Nasr. Uh, and he quotes for that the, um, you know, Tosis in, uh, in the beginning of our, our Vesachta regarding Nida and the discussion in the Rishonim there. Namely, the idea that maybe Nasra is limited to, you know, relationships that are unique or singular, you know, to the, um, you know, to the Yava. And uh, anything which is universal, like Nida, uh, and like Eishasish, interesting that he would apply this to Eishasish as well, that, um, you know, um, that if she's an Eishasish, you know, she's a Sura Lekula Alma, not just to the Abba, 
So that isn't Nasra. So um, again, this of course is just another. Um, now again, that is, you know, against that line in right Akiva in Tosas that Akiva pointed out correctly, where Tosas also seems to say that uh, in the bottom, you know, after he quotes the Yerushalmi, and he's talking about you know the ability, you know, to be you know matir um, uh, the the HSH, you know, um, but it has to be done prior to the Misa, right? Assuming that that's based on Nasra. So Tosis here is also assuming that um, that an Ashish, you know, would trigger um, Nasra. But um, the Avne Miluim is basically um, challenging that, you know, on the grounds that, you know, Ashish isn't a Korva problem. For him, I don't think the issue is so much Korva um, as it is that it's not a particular problem, you know, with the Yava. This goes back to our discussion of Nesra, as we saw then. You know, there are um, Rishonim who think that Nesra might apply, you know, Doraisa, even if the obstacle is Durabana. You know, or if it's, you know, a Doraisa obstacle, but a peripheral, you know, obstacle. Uh, and then there are others, you know, who might think that it has to be, you know, a more significant obstacle, and then there are still others who will say, you know, significance of obstacle isn't the point either. You know, it's a it's a din, more particularly in Yibum, you know, um, of Kurva or of, you know, the relationship to the Yabam, you know, um, etc. That's what we saw with the Trumas Adeshen, suggesting, you know, uh, Mumar. So the Avne Miluim is suggesting Eishasish. And of course, um, you know, the, some of the Rishonim were, were suggesting um, uh, Nida. So, of course, if you... Uh, I also would add, just, you know, in this case, that, again, it's interesting because the... Um, if we were talking about, you know, the Misa of one before the other, you know, as I say, it would trigger Eishasish and Eishasach. You know, so that's an interesting thing, you know, to think about. But the idea that Eishasach would be a Nasra, you know, for, for Yibum you know, um, is in itself like a very <laughs> curious, you know, proposition. Not impossible, but, you know, it uh, goes back to everything that we've been discussing, like the possibility of, you know, a mimela eshesach is what I mean. Not, a, not an eshesach in the context of Yibum, you know, but, um, you know, what, what's the status of eshesach, you know, in terms of tzara serva, and what's the status of eshesach in terms of creating a, uh, a nesra? Again, the way the Rajba asked the question here um, is, you know, in terms of Ashes Ish, I believe this one's not going to try again. So I think he's just talking about, you know, um, Ashes Ish. But the fact is that she is Ashes Ish and Ashes Ach, you know, at, uh, at this point. So even though the relationship of Ashes Ish you know, is not um, particular to the Yavam. The truth is that Eishas Ach is, on the other hand, the idea of Eishas Ach, you know, especially one that is, you know, kind of a side Eishas Ach, that make, better make, make it worse, it's hard to say, um, that that would be, you know, a, a basis of Nasra. Again, it's a good trivia question. Like, you know, how would, uh, you know, Eishas Ach ever be a Nasra for, for Yibam, you know? Um, um, I think it's something to think about. Okay. So anyway, the, the bigger point I wanted to make was that, uh, A, I think that... Um, oh, we'll go back. 
there, there seems to be a, uh, a, an objective problem, you know, given what Tosa says, um, which is that, you know, how impacted the brother is, you know, by, you know, uh, this second marriage has something to do with the Iser Eishes Ach or the mitzvah of Yibum, etc. Number one, just to sum up, I think that is very mechudash. We know what motivated Tosas to say it, and, you know, it's, it's um, understandable, but um, it's more mechudash than what the Gemara says about Eishes frankly. On the other hand, um, it's also more problematic, um, objectively, because uh, from an Eishes point of view, you know, um, uh, there is a chalos. She is ishto shall, you know, shimon. Um, either way, I was suggesting that, you know, the, um, the added element of, of impact and effect um, has to do with the nature of Yisrael uh, Shosach and the mitzvah of Yibum, you know, etc. Ki yeshvu achim etc. So that's point number one or point number one and two. Then the problem was, how did that fit in with the Gemara of Eishes Shnei Amesim? Um, what I was suggesting was that there are a lot of Akronim who provide a Hechetimtzi answer for that question by suggesting that, you know, once uh, Shimon, you know, dies, or once Ruvain dies, you know, so then that problem would be solved, and the problem of Eishes Shnei Amesim, you know, could certainly be applied in that circumstance where, you know, in our um, in Tosos, you know, the question is not the problem is, is there a, a, an impediment of ish, you know, um, at this point, you know, in to, you know, to preclude the Zika. So um, the problem is that if you give that answer, that isn't so bedochak to make that distinction, although it is a Hechetimtzi explanation. But the problem is, that gets you into the Rajba problem, which is, uh, why do you need Eishah Shnei Mesim at all? You know, why isn't there always a Nasra? He says, Eishah I think, you know, it's both a question of Eishah and Eishah And the question's assuming, you know, that there is not a simultaneous death, but that one dies before the other, which is reasonable, obviously. That would be default, which you would assume. Um, and the Rajba is assuming that there's a din of Nasra, you know, for Eishasish, uh, or and Eishasach. The idea that there's Nasra for Eishasish, again, we also found in Tosvos. Otherwise, it shouldn't matter for Tosvos whether or not the um, Heter, you know, of, uh, of you know, being you know, matir um, her with a get or, or, or by removing the tnai, um, the timing on that wouldn't matter at all. So Tos is also assuming that there's a Nasra of Eishasish. And um, as I say, the Rajba's answer is to assume that, you know, they were talking about a case of Mesub of Asachas, Lamanda Amar Epshel, it's same. Uh, which I, you know, uh, again, doesn't sound as bad as, you know, as, as, uh, you know, as it might have, but it's certainly bedochak. Um, and the Avnei Milun's idea is that maybe this isn't, you know, Nasra. Um, again, his focus is Eishasish. I think you could also, you know, raise this question, Lagabe, you know, Eishasach. And I want to add just one other point, and that is that um, uh, a lot of the, you know, the, the either way, this may not be a typical Nasra because it's kind of a Nasra that is a consequence 
of the this you know very complicated you know situation. So that technically there's a nasra, but it's like a, a nasra, you know, by virtue of the peculiar way that the you know relationships happen to be structured in this particular um, application, but not so much you know like a typical nasra, you know, where you just have like achosishto or something like that. But either way, um, my own take would be that, you know, Eishashnei um, Mason has to do with a more formal category, and that goes back to my original point. You know, she is an Eishashish of Shimon, and Shimon is this fellow's, you know, brother, and um, even if there isn't, you know, Legabe the Mitzvah of Yibum, um, you know, or the Isra of Eishashach, the shame Eishashach already may be sufficient for Eishashnei Mason. And that brings us to the final point that I wanted to make, and that is, uh, either way, it's mechudash. And again, the Mepharshim struggle with it, not so much the Rishonim, but again, the Achronim in particular. <coughs> and that is like, the Gemara is assuming in Gitin, you know, that Eishe Shnei you know, um, would have the ability to be Poter Tzara. Um, the Gemara is assuming that, there, that this is a fundamental, you know, exclusion. And the Balitosis are assuming that it would be Poter Tzara. And um, the question is why? You know, again, it's like one of those cases where there isn't an obvious to say that, you know, the paradigm of Ptur Tsara is when there is, you know, Tsaras Erva, meaning Achosishto, Bito, you know, Chamoso, etc. And then, you know, to assume that that applies also in the case of, um, you know, Eishe um, Shnei you know, is uh, is certainly you know not something you know that is obvious. Uh, it's certainly mechudash. So again, uh, it wasn't lost on some of the acronym that you know uh, we have a parallel phenomenon if you hold that Saras Islandis you know is petura uh, in the sense that you know Islandis too you know is not a an erva obviously and. Um, whether or not we have something parallel, you know, with regard to, you know, Chai Lavin, depends, of course, on how you understand, um, you know, Sota, Torah Sota, um, because they are Chai Lavin, and they're not, you know, Erva and the Parsha, you know, the complication there is, you know, Tuma Ke'erva, so, hmm, you know, Alpidin, it might be a shame Erva without the Chai Krisus or the full, you know, um, experience of, of erba, and similarly with regard to matzah grushaso, which we still have to, you know, tackle. Um, where again, you're talking about chayvei lahabin, and you're not talking about kares, and you're not talking about an absence of tefisas kiddushin, you know. But again, you have this, you know, tumah keerba, you know, um, factor. So. Um, uh, you might have in those cases, you certainly have in those cases, you know, Tsaras Erva without Kares and Tsaras Erva without the formal, you know, Din of Erva. But um, as a better paradigm, you have, you know, Islandis. And uh, that, but that's a debate in the Gemara, as we know. And uh, then now you have this Din of Asia Shnei Mason. However, <clears throat> it might be important to add, um, I think, that, um, you know, there's another element here, and that is that Eishas Shnei Hamesim, um, 
you know, is is mufka from Ibum Bechalitza, and maybe even creates a certain Eshasach, you know, um, uh, Tsaras Erva, you know, precisely because, again, you know, we're not dealing with a, a typical, you know, Kedushas Ishus Shal Yibum situation, in which, you know, you, it's Kieshu Achim Yachtav, and you're stepping in, and you're, you know, stepping into the marriage of your brother. The fact that there are two uh, marriages here, um, and the fact that, you know, both of these marriages were severely compromised, you know, by coexisting at the same time, um, even though technically they both require a get, um, may be just, you know, clear um, way of, of establishing that there's like a kilkel already, you know, in these ishios or in the efforts, you know, to, um, you know, l'hakim, l'achiv shame, that that is kind of completely diluted by, you know, um, the competition, you know, and the compromise of the integrity of these um, ishios, both, both elements. And it could very well be, you know, that, um, you know, that's what taints, you know, this whole process of Yibum as well. Again, we're not, we don't have so much information. Mostly the Rishonim talk about, you know, uh, you know, whether, um, you know, when the Gemara says that Asia Shnei Mason is only a Durabanan, you know, because of my Mara, like, why aren't they quoting these other Gemaras? And that's why you have Ptosis, you know, in the different places as well. Maybe we'll still look at that. But um, the idea that this, you know, isn't just a technical problem, you know, an Xeris Akasu, but again, goes to the, you know, uh, bigger issue of uh, the aspirations of Yibum, um only applying under certain conditions is something also to um, think about. Okay. Um, what's that? In that sense, it's probably most parallel to Isha Salaam. Parallel to? Yeah, yeah, it might be, 100%. Um, again, we still have to speak more about Isha Salaam, but 100%. It may be uh, more comparable to that as well. Um, which, again, you know, is an, an Ashes Ach, you know, uh, which is creates a Tzara Serba, right? Uh, by virtue of the fact that there's no kiyeshu achim yachtav for for a different reason then, but again and therefore its eshasach becomes like a regular erva, and I'm, I am suggesting something very similar when you have you know eshashnei mesim, you know um, as well. Okay, so that's in terms of the the end of tosis. Now I want to go back just to talk about tosis, the Ramban and the Rajba. Yeah. What? If, if it's only true, this aspirational mahalam in Eishishnei Mason, it's only true if that's within Doraisa. If Eishishnei Mason is Doraisa, yeah, so correct. According to a bunch of Rishonim, this is all just a hachamina? Correct. I mean, that's what, that's, that's what Balitosis and the other Rishonim talk about. Like, how do you square the Gemaras and Yavamos, which seem to only know... Of, I just don't want to get into that right now, but how do you square, you know, um, Eishishnei Mason, Doraisa, and Gittin... You know, and um, and the you know the two sugyas and yavamos, which seem only to have you know this is a dindra bottom. Yeah, I'm only I'm working only with the you know assumption, you know that this uh, this is a dindra rice. Hundred percent. You can't have tsaros if it's drabana. What? You can't have the tsaros eishes shnei mason even if it's drabana. Well, and it would be drabana. Yeah, you still have to give an explanation. Okay, I'm just saying, but obviously this is more. 
if this is in Doraisa, then you know there might be other reasons if it's Drabana and Xera yeah, you know, and so on and so forth. But certainly, what I'm saying now is is much more, I would say, palatable because I think it's true. But uh, I think is more compelling, you know, yeah, for the Dindaraisa of Ishtenes. Okay, so now let's go back to the um, Chalitza question um, to finish up with that. So, um, with regard to the Chalitza question, first of all, there's some issue in uh, in Tosis itself, um, both you know in the Havamina and in the Maskana. The Pashtus, the uh, in the Havamina. Um, you know, it would seem obvious that um, you know, when the Gemara was troubled by you know, Eshesish, you know, um, and the Gemara was suggesting it should be in the Mishnah, and, you know, uh, since the Mishnah does say that there's a Petur Tzaras Erva and, you know, there's no Yibum and there's no Chalitza, so, you know, it would seem obvious that, um, that the Havamina was that Eishasish should exclude, you know, not only Yibum and Tzaras Erva, but Chalitza as well. Um, yeah. Um, however, it just should be noted that um, Rabbi Kiveger in Gittin is mystopic about this, and the parallel Tosis in, in Gittin. You know, does, is it so clear, since Tosis doesn't mention it, you know, that uh, Tosis talks about the Petur Tzaras Erva, but they don't talk about... You know, uh, they're not being an obligation of, of chalitza. So even at that point, is it so clear that there can't be chalitza? Again, how you would fit that into the, uh, you know, if the question is formulated by the Mishnah, you know, I think is is a problem. Um, however, I think this is what Natan was trying to tell me last week, right? That maybe in theory, right, you you could have an explanation of why you know, there would be a Petur Yab, a Petur Yibum and, and a Hapkos Tzaras Erba, but there might be Chalitza, correct? How so? If you manage, the way I understood it, what you were saying, if you manage the, the Lamafreya, you know, differently for Chalitza and for Yibum, correct? Meaning, uh, part of the problem in this Tosos, not in the Tosos, but in this, you know, broad issue, you know, is that, um, you know, we're playing with, you know, um, time, right? You know, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out what would happen if you would take this step. You know, we're anticipating, you know, uh, Yibum, because um, right now she's not an Eishasish, you know, at all. But what would happen, you know, if there would be a Misa, you know, Yibum, so then she would become an Eishasish. However, once she'd become an Eishasish, you know, and that would be a, you know, uh, uh, that would negate, that would disqualify the, the Yibum, for sure, you know, and it would get you in terms of, a, it would trigger a Chiv Kares in terms of the of the Maisabia. But it's also true that, you know, doing that would take you completely out of uh, the Parsha of Yibum and Chalitza also, because then that she was never married, you know, to her second husband, namely the brother you know, of, she was married to Bartholo, you know, or she was married to, you know, I don't know, uh, Bob, but, you know, being married to Ruvain, which then, you know, puts her, you know, uh, in a position to have Yibum with, with Shimon, it turns out that didn't happen, you know, at all. So it's a kind of, you know, interesting phenomenon, you know, that, you know, um, if you look, you know, you know forward, 
you know, um, a little bit, you know, then, you know, you're going to, you know, exclude the Yibam. And you may even create like a shame, Eshesish, Legabe, you know, what it is that's, you know, um, uh, the obstacle, you know, for the Yibam. But if you look, you know, um, you know, too, too forward, if you like, you know, fully examine, you know, the, the implications of, of moving forward, so then you're totally out of the parsha of Yibam, as we've discussed. So, uh, uh, you know, as far as that question is concerned, um, and again, just to, to highlight it even further, we were talking about, um, you know, Ravelvel's equation, you know, between, you know, this and the sugya of, you know, Iser Chal Al Iser and Mitla Tali Vakai, you know, and when, you know, you work with, you know, what would happen if, you know, as opposed to, you know, what formally exists now, or, you know, um, call it a mitla tali v'koi, you know, presence, as opposed to a, you know, a befoal presence. Um, and as I said, I, I think that, you know, this is a much worse case than that case, because in, in, in that case, you know, it's, it's a din of eni sechal you know, which is uh, preventing you, you know, from applying everything in the present. You know, and even from an Isra Chalisa perspective itself, you know, how much of that is just, you know, Turonshim or or a technical Hafkasa Isor. But to say that there's no shame, Achos Ishto, you know, is very, very uh, unlikely. Again, she is actually Achos Ishto, and, and with regard to Sandinim as well. So, um, but when it comes to, um, you know, this problem of, of uh, tonight, you know, possibly triggering Ashus Ish. You know, and therefore that being the the obstacle for the yibum. However, you know, if you were to go further, you know, then you'd be out of the parsha. Um, you know, as I say, it's it's very tricky. So it's tricky enough that you know, also you might be mechalek between the different components. You know, that we're dealing with, we're dealing with three different questions, right? One is yibum, one is tur sara, and the other is chalitza. So mostly we have the perspective or the, you know, the, you know, the inclination to think, you know, that of those three things, like the the you know the most <coughs> difficult, um, you know, to to justify, you know, is uh, the p'tur of tsara serva, and mostly that is true. <laughs> I mean, mostly that is the case. I mean, there are cases where there's no yibum, you know, uh, and no chalitza, you know, but that doesn't mean that there's a p'tur, you know, tzara serva, or p'tur tzara, we'll call it. Um, so if the balitosis are weighing the possibility that there's a p'tur tzara here, right, so you would think that, you know, kol um, you know, there is, you know, not going to be zika at all, and there's not going to be chalitza. You know, as such, um, and again, you know, it also fits in, as I say, if you if you think the Mishnah is the paradigm, you know, and and so on. However, in light of what I just said, I, I don't know if this is what you meant or not, but this is what I, I was thinking. And are we on? Is that mostly what you're saying? Yeah, meaning uh, this whole idea of you know looking forward and therefore this, the the obstacle it, it just may not apply to chalitza, because the chalitza doesn't trigger. You know, um, the chalitza is an alternative to the yibum. You know, you know, is connected to the yibum. But if you were, 
you know, somewhat to um, apply some sort of independence to the chalitza, right? The chalitza doesn't trigger, you know, eshasish. And uh, if you were looking at it from a yibum, you know, uh, point of view beyond yibum, you know, then again, you're, you're just outside of yibum itself. So I, I do think that it's possible, even in the Havamina, you know, what, what you would do with the, you know, language of the, you know, the Mishnah says yibum b'chalitza b'turitzar, that I think, I don't have an answer for that. But at least, um, I think there are two problems here. One is the linguistic question, you know, and that is a problem that anyway, some are have to deal with in terms of, um, um, you know, Tsaras, you know, Sota, as we saw, like the Ra'ah, you know, and, and the Raibid, you know, have to explain, you know, um, what does it mean, you know, when, uh, you know, when, when the, you know, Gemara says that in theory they could have been part of the Mishnah, you know, when they hold you know, that there is, you know, chalitza, you know, in those cases. So the, the precedent, let's say, of, you know, uh, I, I, you know, you can say atu, whatever it is, you know, uh, I mean, the Mishnah would have been, you know, rewritten a little bit. That, that part of it doesn't trouble me. That's more of a, a linguistic question. It troubles me in terms of, like, how likely this is to be true. But if I'm trying to reconstruct, you know, the thinking of, let's say, Rabbi Kavega or others who are weighing this possibility, I'm really more interested in the substance of the question, namely, you know, when we look at Yibum, Chalitza, and Tur, Tzara, and legitimately we usually see them in a kind of a hierarchy, meaning, uh, you know, the most Mechudash is the Tur of, of Tzara, so if you're weighing Tur, Tzara, if you think that there's a Tur, Tzara, then, then certainly there's going to be, you know, um, no Chalitza. I'm just saying that, to me, in this particular case, is not necessarily the case. That's necessarily true. A, B, B. Um, the example that I gave for for linguistic reasons is also an example where um, you know, if you hold like the Raivet and the Ra, you know, then um, you know, Tsaras, um, Sota, you know, and Tsaras Matsugushaso, let's say, is you know excluded according to those Mandalim, right? Even though there is you know Chalitza. You know, in those cases, right? That is the whole. That that is the sheet. Now, again, that could be because it's easier to say in those cases. Just to make it clear, also, because you know we're dealing with a kind of you know um, you know mechudash gzerusakasuv, you know tuma keerva. So you know if tuma keerva can establish, you know that even though you don't have the onesh and you don't have the you know, lack of tefisa <coughs> That nonetheless, you know, the shame, you know, tsara you have, you know, so it's understandable that you could actually have a, a zika, you know, but but still exclude, you know, um, tsara, you know, or exclude tsara, you know, for the yibum part, even though there is, you know, or for let's say be a you know be a shnia, let's say according to the ra, you know, even though, you know, etc. So that circumstance is a little bit different. Um, but again, the the objective phenomenon of having, you know, um, chalitza and possibly even yibum, even though you have some form of tsaras, you know, um, whatever tsaras tuma, we'll call it that way, you know, is something that we find as well. So either way, that that's something to think about. More importantly, before I take your question, is um, 
as unlikely as that is, let's say, according to the initial Shakavataria of the of the Balitosis, let's assume that the more standard view is that, you know, we were considering that Ashish was an erva, you know, and that that included Saras erva, and that that includes also an exclusion of Yibom, you know, and of um, Chalitza. So, let's assume that. The bigger question is, you know, uh, in the answer of the Rishonim, meaning, according to the view in Tosvos, that, you know, there is no towards Saras, you know, um, Ashish, you know, uh, at all. Not just that it isn't in the Mishnah, right? Um, and for the Ramban and the Rajba, you know, who, who, who you know, Likula, Likola Deos, not just, you know, the Makor Binachos Ishto, are of the opinion that Eshesish, you know, is not, you know, Koveya, you know, a, a Hafkos Tsaras um, Eshesish. According to them, what happens with Chalitza? Right, because uh, it is clear for the Ramban and for the Rajba and for the Dei and Tosvos, you know, that excludes um, Tzara, it is cl- clear that there's no Yibum, but what's not clear is whether or not, you know, we've also excluded Chalitza or, or not. That remains an open question. Mark, you had a question before. Yeah, so where did Kiva Eger? Is her Tzara also exempted from Chalitza? Um... That's a great one. I'm trying to remember. I, I would assume, uh, I would assume not. I would assume if there's chalitza for the, er- the erva, then there has to be chalitza okay, so then, right, for, the, for the tzara, which is similar to the rabbin right, and, and the ra. If, I mean, if, okay, if you thought that even tzara, I mean, this would be spectacular. So we are pointing out, that's a great point, is that you know if since that is the true so the whole since that is true so the you know it takes a little bit of a sting also off the the discrepancy right right i mean how would it be that there's going to be a, a tsaras right. you know a din of tsara you know but that there but that's going to be a din of kalitza i mean either there's zika there's no zika right. he's saying there is zika but what we mean by the what we would mean by the by the din of tsara is with respect to um, that exactly the of the Yeah, exactly. So that is a very good hara. I'd have to look it up again. Um, I, I I did see it, but I'd have to look it up again. On, it's the 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 Rabbi Kivager on um, on in the Chidushim there, not on the Gilgal Shas, on Pei Gimel Amud Aleph. I'll try to look at it over you know the next few days. But I think that's a good hara because it does take some of this thing away. I still think you'd have to explain it this way, meaning you know that there is a zika. Um, but why? Why is there a zika for that when it's you know uh, even erva legabe? Um, right, um, unless it isn't even erva, maybe it's just like the inability to do yibo, which also possible. Okay, so with but with regard to the maskana, yeah. Say that again? There's a case on in Kos Nachotes, which is yeah. supposed to be the Gemara, that the, that the woman herself needs Halitza, but her daughter doesn't, doesn't even need Halitza. It's a minor. I mean, a, a middle. Uh, I'm saying we have, like, there is precedent for that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. Okay. Yeah. But I'm assuming, I think Rabbi Kavager is, is not that way. Um, okay. So let's, let's go back to this point. So the Ramban. Uh, 
Did I bring it? Yeah, you have the uh, language, did you? So the Ramban, of course, uh, you know, discusses this question. Yeah. And he says, Advarim Tzrichim Talmud. Yeah, go ahead. Alashi Grusha at Lovada, Rishiva Hachi, in the beginning, Mirisha Nafu, the fun of Lovada, and the Supergim Tzricha, Chalitza, Mimenu, Kimin Gresha at Low. Oh, Kimin Shaina Olivum, in Ola Chalitza. Alchainira, Alashi Tzarach Talmud. Lachenir, that what? That yes. she she's a, does not. She's Ptura Mechalitza. And again, what are the two Tzadim? Either that So what does that mean, the Megoreshes? I mean, because she's considered... Uh, means she doesn't have a shame. I mean, the Ramban is clearly of the opinion that there's no shame Eishasish. Yeah. If there's no shame Eishasish then there should be... Um, no, so this is very no. important, because I mean, the Ramban is saying, there's no shame Eishasish, right? And, and, and therefore there is Zika, even though before all, there is no Yibo. Correct? Yeah. So there's Lemaisen, before all, no Yibo, mm, but, but fundamentally there is a shame, there's no shame erva that, that negates the Zika. And therefore, the Ramban is weighing whether or not that would justify chalitza. That's one side of it, right? And oh, or inami chalitza. You know, um, is it trumps no matter what? Meaning, we don't care. It's not that the Ramban is two deos. Like in theory, and, and that's exactly why the Ramban's formulation is so important. Like this question, whether or not you need chalitza could have been a question about the degree to which there's an exclusion of, of Yibo, right? And you could have said, like, you know, oh, if it's, if it's Eishashish, Legabe, you know, the, the Yibum, you know, so then that affects the, you know, the Zika. You know, if it's more like there's a Tanai and Lamaisa, you can't implement it, you know, then, then of course there is Chalitza, because the Din of Kala Oleh, isn't and it doesn't depend only on befoal, right? It depends on, you know, there being at minimum some substantive reason, you know, and maybe even more like a maybe a, like a real fundamental flaw, you know, that that excludes yibum. Right. So it, it does suggest in the Ramban that he's going back from this perspective of Gurushigmura. When, when, when I, I don't think when he's, suggest, when he's weighing Chalitza, what I'm trying to say is a simple reading of the Ramban is that he's taking as a given, and this is consistent with his presentation from the very beginning, that she is a Grusha, and he's not, that's not his two deos, mm-hmm. right? Meaning she's not an Eishasish. This is just a Tanai problem. You know, again, later he'll tell you that the Yerushalmi is talking about Chutz. But that's a different story. But... Um, you know, if he was talking about you know only within the Yerushalmi, that would be a different, maybe a different story because then there is a shame Eishasish, you know, at least. Um, but you know, since the, the Ramban is not going on that, it sounds like the two deos are whether or not chalitza is dependent befoal on yibum, or it depends on the flaw of yibum being more fundamental. The only thing that remains, I would say, uh, like an open question in the Ramban. 
is, you know, even on a Befoa level, like how, you know, excluded is this Yibo? You know, do we look at it? Would you even say there's like a, a Chiyuv Yibo just not implementable? Right? Or, you know, um, you know, there's no Chiyuv Yibo because, you know, of, of what would happen. You know, but you know, there's also no, you know, um, absence of Zika. Like there's something between saying that Lamaisa you cannot implement, you know, Yibum in this particular case, you know, and saying, you know, that, um, you know, there's not even a Zika is what I'm trying to say. I don't know whether what the Ramban thinks about that gray area. And then when we sum up, you know, we'll try to see if we can pin that down a little bit further. But the Ramban is mistopic. And then in the end, he seems to go with a more, you know, um, expansive, you know, connection between Yibam um, and Chalitza, which as I've indicated, meaning he's not, so he's basically saying it's not the common denominator of Zika. There at least is an element in Chalitza of the possibility of doing Yibam. Um, and if Lemaisa, you don't have that possibility, especially if, you know, there's a, a good reason for it, Maybe if you know if it was just purely, purely, you know, um, um, you know, pragmatic, maybe that wouldn't be enough. Hard to know. That's what we have to figure out still, right? So um, that that's that's basically what we have. Okay. What about the Rajba? Did you have the Rajba? Yeah. So the language of the Rajba is very interesting. He says there. I mean, he says there is chalitza. He assumes that there is chalitza, but how, what's the language? Um, Oh. So here he starts off, you know, in a very extreme way. You know, um, but again, it's almost like the opposite of the Ramban, right? Meaning uh, the din of if you just stop like right there in the Rajba, you know, you you might want to say that uh, the, the whole equation of, of Yibam and Chalitza is limited to Erva, you know, which you might want to translate in one of two ways. Either meaning it's a Shir and Zika and there's not any relationship between Yibam and Chalitza per se in this din. It's just a Shir and the common denominator of the Zika. Or if you want to go a little further, you could say, oh, it isn't the Zika, it is the relationship to Yibam, but it's got to be like a fundamental exclusion of Yibam, like something like Erba. So if, you know, if Yibam is excluded because of Erba, you know, then um, there's not going to be Chalitza either. But if it's more pragmatic, like you just can't implement, you know, uh, Yibam, then in that case you're not going to say Kala Ola Yibam, right? So that, I'm just saying the language is, it's just interesting how it's constructed. Yeah, keep going. Ah, but then, you know, by going a little bit further, you know, the Rajba keeps us guessing because there's an ambiguity, you know, in between. Meaning, now he's telling us that as opposed to a, a pure Dover Acher Goreim, right? Then saying, you know, there probably is something between you know, a davar chitzoni or davar acher goreim, you know, and, and you know, a lack of zika or even a lack of erva. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So that's what's, that's what's confusing a little bit about the Rajba, but very fascinating. Uh, the go ahead. 
Oh, I mean, this is a tenai that's like totally, totally extraneous. So to say, oh, you only say it in Erva for one of those two reasons. And then to say, as opposed to, you know, a, a total technicality in Tanai Bialma, which is what the Rajma thinks that this is, I like the Ramban. Um, and this phrase that he uses, you know, becomes very important. Yeah, keep going. The comparison to Noderes, right? Uh, now, again, if it had been Shir Baget, right, even if that was a more limited Shir Baget, that would have been a different story, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Wow. So what's he saying? That Noderes. Nuderis is also considered something that's Dabra Akhar Goremla. Is Dabra Akhar Goremla. And therefore. Even though there's no. Now there, there's no Yibum. Now this is quite interesting. Because there, there's no Yibum. It, now it is Dabra Akhar Goremla in the sense that this isn't Tanisha's problem, and it's certainly not an Erva problem. Right? On the other hand, um, it's not a Tanai Bialma that is an impediment to the Yibum. Right, it's it's ainase uh, dochalosase viase. Right, so this is quite you know again in terms of the you know the in between. Uh, what would you say here about maybe being mechalek <coughs> between, let's say, different ase um, you know ainase dochalosase viases even. In other words, it's uh, you know we we remember the. You know, again, the ha'ara that, that Ravelvo made, which was, you know, um, in, in some respects, you know, ainase dochalosase viase, right, is, uh, is, you know, is treated, you know, as something which is more problematic, you know, than, uh, you know, than, than the, the kares of nida, right? So, um, you know, how could that be? So his answer was, because the assay and the los assay, you know, are an Isha's problem, and Nida is, you know, my Sabia problem. Right. So, you know, if you're talking about the assay, you know, and the lav of, um, you know, Kohen Gadol Almana, or something like that, you know, then that is, you know, very understandable. You know, but would you say that about Noderas? Right, it's an interesting question. Like that—that's a, a, a flaw in that that comment. Um, yeah, keep going. Or is that the end? Uh, I mean, then he goes on to talk about now. Yeah, yeah, right, correct. So <coughs> this uh, I mentioned. Did you get a chance to see the tshuva of the Rajma? Uh, yeah. There are some problems with the. Uh, do you have the uh, like the critical edition of the Rajma there? Yeah, he in the footnotes I saw he tries to deal with it, but he makes reference to it. But I, I think he—I um, I, don't—I I don't think he was—he's right what he says about it. Um, what? You want to pull the shoot or the footnote guy? 
What? No, no, no. The the, the tshuva. Let's let's look in the tshuva first. You'll you'll see what he. There was there is a problem in the in the tshuva. Um, I think you have to write. You have to you know you have to um, like in the in the in the Mohan Rishalayim one, they changed the gear sub. I think correctly to like inami, um, you know, which helps. You know, otherwise there's a there's a bit of a problem. <coughs> I have it on my phone also. That the tshuva of the Rajba is is very interesting because again, you know, we're interested in figuring out, you know, uh, when you have uh, you know enasei velav. When you have an Asei Velav, so it's, there's no Yibum, but there is Tfisas Kiddushin, right? And there is Zika, you know, so what's the story of Chalitza in that case? So the Gemara says explicitly on Daf Chav, just one more second, on Daf Chav, right, that, um, you know, Kahai Gavna, there is Chalitza, that's an Ishra, right? Um, that there is a Chalitza, and there is no, um, there's no Yibum. So um, you know that. What are you going to say? There's no Zika there. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. There is Zika there. So <clears throat> you know, it would. What do you do with the principle of you know, kol ola, you know, liibamola chalitza, kol sheino liibamola chalitza? So the way the Gemara portrays it initially, idijan chaf is what? That it's an exception. It's exerasakasu. You know, what's the exception? Just to read the Gemara just for a minute again. We've seen it before. The question is how much of it gets retained lamaskana. But the Gemara thought originally, right? Um, Gita 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 so there's one Yavama. You know where you do have you know no yibum and and, and yet <laughs> chalitza. Huh? That's chayve lavet. That was the gemara's hava mina. Yeah. The ema chayve kritos amakra in lo yachot zayish dekachta hachavet miyavim kol ol yibum ol chalitza. Kol sheino ol yibum ino ol chalitza. So ihachi chayve lavet nami. So so ha Rabbi Rachmana yivimto. Then the gemara says my rois. The gemara says b'stabra. Uh, Which we noted is a huge line in the Gemara, and that was picked up by obviously by the Rambam and by the Ramban, and you know not so much by the Balitosis and and so on. So, right. So this part of the Gemara ends up getting, you know, doesn't make the final cut, right? Because the Gemara, although again you have deos like this in the Medrash Halacha. Um, which is interesting in its own right. I mean, there are those who do hold this way that you know, in ase docha, you know that I'm sorry that ase docha los ase. <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, would not apply to yibum, and that there would be chalitza, you know, without yibum. Um, but we don't pass in that way in our gemara. We make the distinction between biyarishon and biyashni and vigzera. But what does seem to remain. Is that if you have chayve, you know, lavin ve and therefore you'll say ein ase do chalos ase ve ase, that then there will be chalitza, and that will be doraisa, and it will be the exception to the rule of kol, you know, kol sheinola. So ah, so you have that by noderes, you have that by, you know, by this. I, I think I, when we talked about the mitzvah 
I mentioned that the Minchas Chinuch, you know, has the possibility, like, what if there's an Asay and a Lav, but they're like, you know, they come from different places. You know, would that make a difference? And he says, ah, it doesn't make a difference. Ain Asay do chalos Asay v'asay. There'd be Chalitza, there'd be, there'd be, um, you know, Yibum Doraisa, and there'd be, I'm sorry, if it's Asay, Velos Asay, there would be no Yibum Doraisa, but there would be Chalitza. But the fact that he was considering it, you know, I think, is, to me, I would consider it, um, again, because I have, you know, the, you know, the analysis of, of the Grizz a little bit echoing in, in my head. Um, and that is, like, you know, every Asay Valav, you know, is, a, um, is an Isha's problem. You know, especially if you're, you know, you, you coincide. Like, if you were to do this, you'd violate a Lav, you'd violate an Asay. It's one thing when you violate a Lav and an Asay, that are integrated, like, you know, going Godol, you know, Nasui, that's a Shior, you know, an, an additional Chumrah in this particular, you know, relationship, right? But it just happens to be more technically, you know, that uh, aside from which, that, that, that might be a question in its own right, just so we were talking about, you know, right? I mean, just to remind us to our previous discussions, you know, so Tosis on uh, Gimelot and Beis, you know, says, oh, if Ase is doche los Ase, Ase would be doche two los Ase's, you know. Um, and other Rishonim, include Rashi and Ramban and, and so on, you know, Dafhe uh, and so on, think that that's totally not true. Um, you know, why is, uh, you know, two Lavin less than, than a Lavin and an Ase? The answer is it might very well be less. And either way, what I was trying to suggest was that there might be a difference between... Um, you know, two separate lavin, you know, and um, you know, and and two lavin like by Rabbi Matze or Tmura, you know, that you could be mechalik in either direction. You know, um, I think you could make a case, you know, for being mechalik in either way. Similarly, if there's you know a din that ainase dochalosa se you know, but there's chalitza, you know, the mechadchinuks, you know, weighing that maybe it's different if they're integrated or if they're separate is something I think that is very legitimate to think about. Either way um, in light of the Grizz it's also very you know um, uh, possible to think about you know that um, you know maybe not every you know even integrated you know like Noderis you know and is, is Noderis the same problem as Amman Kohen Gadol right um, okay but um, then we have also. What's that? Right? Then you would have evil also. We're not. We wouldn't be saying there's no chalitza. Right? We'd be saying you even. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying. Isn't the greatest problem the evil? Yes. There would be no chalitza. Right? So you'd have like the best zika by no doubt. Right. I'm just using. Right. You know. You're right. Technically, you're you're right. I'm just you know pointing out yeah, yeah. that the issue that he is um, zeroing in on, you know, in contrast to Nida, yeah. you know, is an Isha's problem. You know, and, and that distinction, you know, in theory, you know, um, is relevant, you know, even to different, you know, either the, the, the combination of an Asay and a Lav that are unrelated or an Asay and a Lav that have nothing to do with issues, but you happen to violate, like Nodaris, you know, which, um, you know, I think is very um, interesting. So, the, you know, people were, you know, troubled. Like by this Rajba, I think he mentions that in the footnotes also. Like, why is he calling uh, Noderes, you know, a case of um, 
what does it call it? What does it call it? Uh, Ayde Davracher. Davracher Garam. Davracher Garam. Davracher Garam. To say, you know, it's a case of Enase Dokalosase, you know, but there's Tfisas Kiddushin, you know, and uh, end of story. So I wonder, like, would you say, uh, you know, you wouldn't say, you know, about Almano Lekohen Gadol, you know, that, um, you know, that it's Yisrachar uh, Gorem Law, frankly. Um, either way, so what does it say in the Tshuva, um, did you? Oh, I was going to follow in my little thing. The Tshuva is in Chelek Vav, and we'll stop here after this, but it's in Chelek Vav Simen Chafalif. I'm going to read it according to the... One second. Uh, just give me one second. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay, like Vav Simen Most of the tshuva, you know, is, uh, is very, is, you know, straight out of, you know, the Kedusha Rajba also. But basically, he has um, two deos on... Um, one second... <clears throat> Basically, he seems to have two deos um, on uh, on whether or not the din of ase docha ein ase docha los ase viase, but there is um, chalitza, right? Whether that is a din doraisa or a din drabana, and that is very crucial, obviously. Meaning, in the havamin of the Gemara, when the Gemara thought this was applicable to ase. Like we don't say but there is chalitza. You know, it's clear that that was intended to be daraisa. The question is lemaskana. So the pashtus is that that's also daraisa. And if you ask, like, you know, how what happened to the rule of kolaola libum, the answer is that that you know we, we maintain, you know, uh, what is it, Rav Gidol's uh, uh, libud, you know, but we don't apply it anymore to a regular lab. We only apply it to a lab and an assay. Right? But his possibility is that it is um, just one second. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, yeah, you, you can start reading it. Do you want to start from the beginning? The bar or very Um Yeah, that's all. Let me, let me try to find it. Don't, don't, don't tell me I don't have it. Just the part where he quotes. Um, yeah. Right. So that's Lashitaso. That's what he's saying here as well. That, you know, there is Chalitza. Well, what's he going to say about, uh, you know, about Amanullah Kohen Gadol? Right. Yeah. So what? So what's he saying? Did you? He has two deos, but he has a dea that says, 
that the din of Ein Ase to Chalos Ase, you know, but there's Chalitza as a din Drabanan. Yeah. And in the Torah, there would be no Chalitza, even in the case of. Even Kohen Gadol and, and, and also Noderis. The, the per, guy in the footnotes I saw the, uh, in the Kedusha Rajba, you know, again, there's the Shibushim in the, in the Tshuva. So it's hard to read it, you know, if you don't read it the, you know, the way that, that uh, they suggest. So he th- wanted to be Mechalek. I think he thought that, that, you know, what the Rajba was saying was only about Noderis. Is that right? And not about Alman uh, of the Kohen Gadol. I didn't see that. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not... But you have the Machon Yerushalayim one? Yeah. I think he says Inami. Yeah, that's a, I'm trying. To, I have it on my phone, but I can't find it. Yeah. That's the problem. That's with these uh, footnote thirty-four. What? That's footnote thirty-four. Footnote yeah. So read it. Go ahead. How's it read now? He just says Sarah Klamer Inami. Inami. Oh, he because he, he did Shuvas Rajbas. He made the same Agas the as they did. Yeah. So meaning that it's across the board that the din of of uh, that. That's two days in the Rajba about Chalitza Daraisa in, in all Asedok. It sounds from the Rajba, doesn't the Rajba say explicitly that it's a Zera Atu, the Kohen Gadol No. I, I don't think so. I think not, not if you have the other. I don't get a note. I didn't see her. Rabbi Hanu I, mean, I, don't think anyone, I don't think anyone's like, yeah, those words in their Rajba. No, I mean, a simple reading of the, of the Rajba, if you read it the way they published it, is that there's an equation between Noderes and Amanu Lekohen Gadol, and that in both cases, this the the Chalitza is only Drabana. So what's Chayvei Lavin Gredi in the in the Rajvah? Chayvei Lavin Gredi? Yeah. That's if if there's no if there because then there's then there's also Yibum Daraisa. Just that's, there's just there's Xera of Atu Atu Bia Shnia. He says Chayvei Lavin Gredi no, I think that's no, part the of the. There's a comment before that. I mean, they yeah. don't have to do Chayvelav and That's why you have Chalitza at all. Right. Just, uh, oh, you have the other one also. Yeah. So you'll, you'll let, you know what? I'll bring it in next time. I can't find. I'm gonna have to stop because I want to uh, give you all a chance. Whatever. But so the, to to sum up just for a moment, um, you know, in terms of our our ongoing um, you know list, I guess, um, and that is that. Uh, on the relationship between Chalitza and, and Yibum, I say the, both the Ramban and the Rajvah here are very critical. And um, it's interesting, the gaps in between what each one addresses, you know, is um, not just food for thought, but, it, you know, they need to be, you know, um, they need to be addressed. So is it, you know, anything, you know, again, the Ramban seems to be, you know, suggesting that, you know, either this is a, an Arava halacha or a or, or a zika halacha or it's you know totally a pragmatic halacha because whenever there's no you know yibum there is no comment. So, and as I say it, it doesn't have to be understood simply as a gzara it can be understood in a very logical you know way and that is that you know the the ability to do yibum is part of the hagidara of what chalitza is because chalitza could be defined not just as the alternative to yibum the morbidiyabim alternative you know, but you know, if if it's more fundamental than that, it's the you know the hagdara is the spurning of you know spurning the opportunity of, of yibum. So it's not just that like you know there's chalitza and it's second best and you know as you're doing it, so you you know 
there's a little bit of rakika, you know, and, uh, and musr, and, you know, chalita sanal, and, and, and so on and so forth, you know, but because it's second best, that it would have been better otherwise, etc. But part of it is, you know, the, you know, the, you know, and part of the hag, needs to be the hagdar, is that, like, you could have, you should have, at least you could have, you know, when you didn't, and, and if you couldn't have, because your hands were tied, you know, then uh, you know, then there's no chalos of, of chalitza. So that would be like even on a pragmatic level. Um, the opposite is, you know, it's the common denominator of zika, and in between those two things are like, let's say, it's a hafka, you know, a fundamental hafka like like Ibu. and you know, I'm sorry, like erva, and and you know, even if there was zika or it isn't the zika part, it's the hafka part, you know, so luyatsuya. And then, like, what constitutes a hafka, you know, like erva? Like, what would you say about, you know, some of these other, you know, situ- Like, what would you say about sota? You know, and, uh, you know, we still have to go back to that. And masugrushaso, you know, and not talking about sota safek, I'm talking about sota, you know, vadai. You know, where there is, you know, chalos ishus, it's hard to say that there's no, you know, zika. Um... Right, so, you know, that machlokas rishonim. And what about, you know, the other extreme, you know, is, you know, dover acher gorim. Um, even dover acher gorim might be a little bit higher than, you know, any technical, you know, impediment, I'm not sure. Uh, but by calling, you know, noderes, um, and, you know, presumably, you know, by calling noderes that, the Rajba is also, again, Rajba also is like, you know, as long as it is an erva, you know, uh, but then he jumped right to davarachar gorim. It can be things that aren't erva, that aren't davarachar gorim, you know. And I'd say, what about al gadol and, and, and so on? You know, where there is an ishus issue, so it's not, you know, davarachar gorim legamri, and there's no heter of enaseh uh, say, but, you know, so, but, but still there's more of an impediment. You know, so what will you say about those cases? Um, that's very interesting. One could have thought, you know, to be mechalek within asay, in asay dochalos asay, the asay, as I said before, between different, you know, cases of that. Either where you have like an artificial combination of an asay and a lav, or if the asay and the lav have nothing to do, maybe they're extraneous things like dovrach or gorim, as opposed to ishus things. You know, so... Um, uh, you know, these deos, I'll, I'll bring in the language just to make it clearer, maybe next time. Um, these different deos in the Rajba are, are very crucial, you know, to all of that. And we still have to go, you know, we remind ourselves, you know, about, um, you know, the the question of Nida, like when the Gemara thought that, you know, Nida, <coughs> excuse me, was going to, you know, create a uh, tour, um, you know, Tzara, what did, it, what did they think about Chalitza then? You know, um, again, Rab Chaim, you know, thought there would be chalitza, um, similar to, I guess, Rabbi Kedager, without the Mishnah linguistic problem, thinking that, you know, about Eishasish here, and I think that that is, there's an explanation for that, as we said. Not only the Mafrei or whatever, but, you know, we're dealing with different types of problems, is what I'm trying to say. And the problem of Nida is a problem of, you know, implementing the Maise Yibum, and maybe that's something that is, you know, completely extraneous to the to the zika, though, and to the is, you know, and to the, you know, potential for for chalitza. 
Um, and then we had the rush, if you remember. Two days in the rush. Like, like Reb Chaim was, oh, it's going to be Nasra, but maybe there's still Chalitza. That's a Kiddush. You know? um, then the rush was, let's say it's not Nasra, right? You know, but then there are two days about Chalitza. Okay, that's less of them. But even then there were two days. Right? And then the comparison to Muberes, which was also interesting instead of just quoting you know, Kola Ola Liyibo. So that's kind of where we are in our bigger... And then, of course, we had the Brachos issue. And you have to look at that Gemara about Muberes and Rishonim on Lamed Hamad Beis and Lamed Vav Amad Aleph. That's one of the you know, primary you know, um, citations of that. So we're, we're building that list and we're you know, getting closer, I would say, to completing it, but to you know, uh, doing it seriously. Okay, so we'll stop here and uh, to be continued. We're going to on Sunday. Thank you.